0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network yeah yeah lennox lewis lennox i'm coming for you like, is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this in I, seven I eight seconds for this fight i only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight i had to bury my best friend and i dedicated this fight i wasn't gonna fight i dedicated this fight to him I was gonna rip his hard out, I'm the best ever, I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been, there's no one could stop me, Lynch is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander, I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody ruthless, I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey. there's no one like me, I'm from their floor, there's no one that can match me, my style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children, praise be to Allah. Saying now, Mike, the bank.
1: And welcome to another episode of Ringside Fracas. I'm Jide, and I'm here with my co-host Sebi.
2: Hey, Jen, Jide? You good?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um oh, Samson, you you.
2: what's good?
1: What's good, brother? And we have a special guest today, Chris Congo.
3: How you doing, brother? Yeah. What's going on? All good, man. You look right
2: here. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, man. Not bad at all. Can't complain. Lovely, love. You're looking relaxed there, bro.
3: Like very, super relaxed, super you know, relaxed. You know, you know, after them training sessions, you are just tired, and, That's a fact. And you know it is because it's almost the end of the week as well. The graph has been going well. I, I can't complain, man. I'm tired, but I'm I'm happy. You That's know? what I love to hear, bro. I love to oh, hear cool. it. Honestly,
1: honestly, like uh, boxing is good for the UK, man. We've got a lot of good prospects coming up. I can't lie. And I was like, when I heard, like, yeah, Chris Congo can possibly get him, one, I was like, yes, definitely. Because um, I've been, like, keeping an eye on, like, around world weight, middleweight around that. And your name's been coming up a lot. And mm-hmm. I've been thinking, you know what? Like, we need to get you on. We need to, because especially your fight coming up pretty soon. Because I know you're fighting in the Dylan you know, White
3: on the yes, card. Sick for right? much. Sick for much. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And I feel
3: for me, oh, a couple, of,
1: like, couple, couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks. That's why it's training hard, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew you was yeah. in camp, but I didn't
4: even know that close. You know, like you're <laughs> yeah. all right. So you must be you you must be good at the weight, because you don't seem too angry or
3: anything. No, nah, you know I'm all right, man. I got couple. I got about I got about seven, eight pounds left to to shred. So that's that's more than more than great. To be honest, I i not yeah. really him. So yeah, I'm all good.
1: Oh, your genetics are crazy because yeah. you're like six foot and you're making well <laughs> to I
3: know it's, it's mad, I, I don't know how I do it, but I somehow I can get them can cheat codes. It there, so. <laughs> cheat <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheat code, <laughs> bro. <bruv. laughs> like, bro, it's sick. You know how you know how your range must be, yeah? Like, you mm-hmm. must be rattling people. Like, because when you think about it, I'm like an average Waterweight weight hat, yeah. literally. How tall are you? So, that's what's I so, when you're seeing someone sit six foot, you're thinking, yo, I'm meant to have a good reach. What's going on here?
3: Yes, it's crazy. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just able to do it. I, I train hard. I eat good. The key thing about it is just drinking a lot of water and eating, eating very well, man. So, my diet's always good. And I like to mix up my diet sometimes. Even when I'm not in camp, um, it, it, it's got to be done, man. mm mm-hmm. Sick.
1: No, it's good, it's good. But uh, let's start. Like, um, what got you into boxing? What made you decide, you know what, this is what I want to do?
3: Um, you know what? I think that goes down to my two brothers. I got two older brothers that started before me. Mm. Um, they was currently training at Fisher ABC, but Fisher ABC was like um it was a youth club, so there was football, boxing, there was everything in there. And um yeah, when 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 I started going up there, I was more into just doing the activities than boxing. But then after a while, boxing just took over. And um yeah, man, I I started getting into it from there. What
2: one of your brothers, um, he was meant to go Beijing, right?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, you know, it's funny when I was really, really getting into boxing and stuff like that, um, my boy mentioned you super early. You know, I I didn't even I, I couldn't even put a you know a face to their name or anything like that. But he used to used to mention you years ago. He's like, yeah, like he's got brothers and that. Yeah, like he's he's super 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 sick. Um. So yeah. Nah. Um. I, I definitely get the influence. Um. Yeah. yeah Do you have much I'm of a dad
1: like career?
4: Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I'm answering the question for you. I know you had a really good amateur career as well.
3: Yeah, my amateur career was was all right. Um, not what not what I even planned it out to be, to be honest. So, I thought uh, I thought I achieved a lot more than um what I planned out to be. Uh, I always wanted to turn pro, but even as an amateur, I did want to get to the Olympics. That was one of my dreams, but. Even just to be in the Olympic setup, to be on GB around all some of the best fighters in the world, that was a big achievement for me. So um, yeah, I was it was a really a proud moment once I got on that squad. What what um what
2: so what what year did you actually you know start and, and get up in into that amateur setup? So when what how old was you when you had your first ever fight?
3: I was eleven. 11, like that, eleven, super so, early. Yeah, very so, early. So that was my first first fight. I lost my first two fights, funny enough, but I just kept going. To be honest, I, I enjoyed it. It was more of something that I enjoyed, so mm-hmm. I didn't really see it as a loss. I saw it as just learning and, and and the process. You know, I've been taught from a young that you learn from certain things in life, and um, through boxing, I had to learn to to pick myself up and keep going. Mm
1: and And if you see like if you look at your the early part of your career, notice like you've you've had you have, you haven't had many fights. um mm-hmm. has it been a situation where it's been difficult to get fights early on or was it just this is just it was just, it just happened that way that you didn't have many fights so you got to this point?
3: No, um I've been trying to get fights with people, even a fight that I've got now I've been trying to get that fight. I was trying to get that fight like two three years ago. Let's say exactly oh. two years ago. So, I've been calling out these guys. All well, these guys have been top ten in the vi- division, and I've wanted them even within like seven, eight fights. And I wanted to fight because I had enough of fighting these guys. I was either taking them out too early, or um, it it just like I just wanted a, a higher push, man. And these these guys are the guys that I was fighting. They were supposed to be the ones that. Was gonna take me the rounds, but I end up knocking these guys out in the first round. So mm. I said, enough of these guys. I want some top class, proper fighters now. So let's go. And, and yeah, man, it just started from there.
2: I think that's like part of the that that's part of the bit of of, of boxing that I don't really like, where you've got a fight like yourself, very very young, and what uh, promoters will say is, if you're exciting and if you're knocking people out then, yeah, you're going to go far. But then if you're excited and you're knocking people out from the start, fighters that you want to fight don't want to fight you because of the risk and it. reward thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the catch-22 that I, I find with boxers. Do you know what I'm saying? And then eventually, when you're in a position, those same fighters that didn't want to fight you then are thinking, you know what? Like, yeah, it's got a bit of a name. Fuck it, I can risk so, it. they the risk
3: yeah, That's yes. when they'll take the risk. They don't mind... You know they'll 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 rather think about the money they're gonna earn than actually try and come to win. Mm, so yeah. <clears throat> I mean, at the end of the day, if they lead to a guy like me, they can always bounce back because they see me as a high caliber opponent. I even yeah. even so young in my pro career, I'm seen as uh, the most avoided guy in the division. So yeah, man, that's that's what it is. Now I'm at this stage, people want to fight
4: so let me get this right because I want to understand it's, it's the WBO um, global title you currently hold yeah? yes,
3: yes so
4: where does that leave you in the rankings currently because like, um, this this bit I can't I'll try to get my head around essentially I know essentially this, um,
3: this... I think that, that obviously right now I'm currently ranked um, 14 in the world in the WBO rankings so okay Once I I knock this guy out, um, Michael McKinson, um, that will put me in his position, I'm hoping, either six or seven in the world. So that keeps me up closer to getting a world title shot. And you never know, sometimes uh, fighters tend to, um, something happens in training camp that that fight happens, and they'll look at who else is credible to go in as a last-minute opponent, or even to go in for a full camp and, and fight for a world title. So um yeah, I'm I'm all up for it, man. This is what I come into the game for, to be a world champion, not to be no contender or to be uh, a a former title, something to do with just titles or whatever. I don't I don't care about them. I care about getting the world title and becoming world champion.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. So you don't do you rate McKinson at all? Or do you just see someone like you're just gonna knock out and just get him out of here?
3: No, of course I rate him because he's beat everyone that they've put in front of him. He's 19 and old. Yeah. He's more experienced than me. We sparred when he was having his first title fight, and I only had three fights. Mm. My first actual sparring that I have done, like, cause as as a pro, you build up into rounds, right? So I had even never done 10-round sparring in my life. My first 10-round sparring was with McKinson. Wow. He was fighting for the title, so he came down looking for sparring. So I'm not one of them guys that do six and get out. I was already fit anyway because I think I boxed like two weeks ago and I was back in the gym straight. So I was already fit. I'm not one of them guys that will go in and just do do six rounds and then get out you know I think that was expecting me to do that but I didn't do that I done the whole ten rounds so <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, what can I say <laughs>
2: And in regards to that spar, obviously, you know, whatever stays in, the, you know, whatever happens in the gym stays in the gym. How do you feel like you got mm-hmm. on there? Because I know, obviously, sparring is sparring and fight night is fight yeah. night. Um, and, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't want to take what happened into that, you know, in the sparring to the fight, because it might give you some type of overconfidence or vice versa. Do you know what I mean? might lower yeah. your confidence or whatever. So how, how do you get on in, in that aspect? And are you taking anything from... You know, those sparring sessions into um you know your fight with him on March.
3: Uh I ain't taking none of that sparring. That was that was like three even maybe even four years ago now. So that was a long time ago. And I've in I've vastly improved from them. Um I've seen some small improvements from him, but at the same time, um I still think he, he has the same attributes as he did when we sparred. So I remember that spa very clearly. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think he's really adapted into, into what he thinks he has. But you never know. When I get in the ring, it might be a different story. But at the end of the day, all I've been focusing on is myself. I've been focusing on myself, on my improvements, what I need to do for this fight. He's focused on me. I'm focusing on myself. So there's two different people here, you know, two different types mm. of fighters.
1: Cool, cool, yeah. Um, seeing that, um, again, like we said, because you're on the Dylan White on the card, and I've, I think he was on a uh, Lucas Brown Dylan White on the card as well. Um, correct me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah. how's that relationship with Dylan White? How did you guys build that relationship, and like, how are you guys to each other? And we'll talk a bit about that. Um,
3: yeah, the relationship's been been ongoing for a long time because uh, remember he started this is his career. In, in in Miguel's, he was training with Chris Oko. Then he switched to um, from Banks, and then yeah, he's he's had a few coaches in his time. But um, yeah, it's it's, it's it's been ongoing for from since then. From when he fought AJ, I've been in the gym with him. We've done sessions together, and then it just grew from there. And then he was like, "Listen, no one really gave me any opportunities." So let me give you guys the opportunities, you know, and put you guys on a big platform on my undercards and on other cards. So, um, Love that. yeah, it's been great, to be honest. It's been great, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. Dylan's a real one for that because um, I, I was actually at the Lucas Brown fight. Like, I was literally sitting, like, right next to where you walk out and stuff like that. And when I saw you, obviously mm-hmm. don't know each other, but I was mad happy because I've heard of you. Yeah, Chris Cullen, Chris Cullen. And, like, I knew in regards to opportunities, like, you needed an opportunity because, like, you know, you're somebody that I've been watching ever since one of my friends introduced me to you, well, introduced, like, the name to me, like, from, you know, years back. So when I see you there, I was really, really happy. So to hear that, you know, Dylan, you know, is making a conscious uh Uh, Effort to say, all right, cool. I never got any opportunities, and um, I want to give you guys the opportunities. That's 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 all we want, man. We want you know people that come before us to kind of pay it forward. Um, So yeah, man, that's important. Of course, it's a brotherhood, isn't it? You can see as well that um, he he
4: keeps picking you guys, especially like and you guys meet. I see, I see quite a lot of like. even your comments and stuff and then you just kind of ban mm-hmm. off each other it's good man it's really good to see
3: yeah no hundred percent man you even message man a couple of hours ago the guy's just always on banter man which is good i wish i could <laughs> i wish i could show you some of our messages but it's so funny bro so um, <laughs> this guy the guy is just mad but that's what that's what we want man you know mm. this like a crazy guy man
1: looks <laughs> like a funny guy <laughs> No, but was he did he have a hand in like your deal with Wasserman? Are you still with them or is that no? I'm
3: no, I'm not with them. I'm signed to Dillian White. So I'm on like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, right. not, not with Wasserman.
2: Uh, uh, how how was how was that? Because um for me, uh, uh, again, this is from the outside looking in. Uh under Wasserman, it looks you you, you seemed quite inactive. Is is that correct to say? Like, uh, how, yeah. how, how, was, how was that relationship?
3: Um, that relationship was all right. It didn't go to plan. Not every relationship was gonna go to plan in, in business, but um, they tried their part and we've we been, we was trying to get fights for, for a while, you know, for a long time, but um, at the end of the day, certain things don't work out for a reason. So you never know, but now, um, I'm back in action and I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. Now Dylan,
1: Dylan's a real, real one, man. How do you see how do you
3: see that rematch with Favekin going? Well, it's a good fight. Um, but I feel like Dylan's not gonna let him off the gas this time. Mm. If he has mm. him hurt, he's gonna finish him off. Um yeah. as we see, we see loads of improvements from him with his new coach, uh Xavier Miller. So Everyone was saying that he had improved so much with his jab, body shots as usual, and just just his IQ really. And um, yeah, he just got hit with with not. I wouldn't say he's a lucky punch. He got hit with a good punch, and yeah. it knocked him down. But yeah, I believe this the fight coming up now. I don't think he'll go past six. Yeah,
1: it was he was dominating that fight, and and for me, like. These guys know, uh, for me, Dylan's one of the most unlucky fighters ever because the guy's been, like, fighting, he's been number one for three years, not given an opportunity, the opportunity to fight for the heavyweight titles right in the corner, and that just, that one punch just changed it. So, for me personally, I would love it if Dylan wins and then can put himself, like, back in title contention and fight the winner when AJ and Fury finish what they're doing, what they've got going on, and just get him a title shot, because he deserves it. Out of all the contenders, I feel like he deserves it the most. But as, that's thing okay, for me.
3: He's put the work in, so, um, yeah, man, he's beat the guys that he no was supposed to, to beat. So why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one wants to fight him. Long, especially after not perfecting that. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, What I definitely wanted to um, touch on is, um, especially that throughout your career, that some people, you know, have some people have, you know, you've come onto some type of criticism where people think that you don't hit hard enough. What do you kind of like say to that? Because for me, like, I, I feel like it's more like a casual thing. And I feel like the, the direction boxing's going in really, it, it, I, I don't know, it annoys me. I'm somebody that loves the sweet science. My, I, I'm someone that I, I, I want to see you box somebody's head off. I mean, obviously, sometimes, you you know, you respect the knockout when it comes or, or whatever. But I, I I, love the skill. I love the skill of boxing. Um, and I just feel like uh, boxing is becoming, well, I won't say it's becoming, but You know it's a bit WWE type of vibes man we just want highlight (laughs) rules, and we don't really really we don't really like you know the sweet science anymore um so like for me I feel like that criticism is unfair but how do you feel about that and is that something that plays into your mind when you go into fights like oh shit I need to yeah I need to chin man do you know I mean I need to chin my man or or something like that uh
3: no I'm never bothered uh I've I've never heard that before um Mm because of uh, all my fights uh, I've knocked out seven of my fight, fights based yeah. out of 12 mm. so um in terms of that I, I I don't really have nothing to say my my record shows it shows what, what kind of puncher I am if I'm a puncher or if I'm not a puncher I've had, mm-hmm. I've knocked out more than half of uh, my opponents and I knocked out a guy he was active and I was inactive for six for sixteen months. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I was as active as him, I would Thanks. have knocked him out in like the fourth round. Mm. Yeah, I would have knocked him uh. out in the fourth round. So, um, I you know what I don't really like to speak on speak on power. And I don't think I'm that good. I just think I I just work hard in the gym, man. I work hard in the gym. I put the work in, and I just go and do my business. So if I get the knockout, if the knockout comes, it comes. But. I always think to win every round, to to win round by round. And uh, if the knockout comes, then it comes.
2: Mm, yeah, I, I I I definitely definitely respect that. And again, that's something those these are the arguments that I've had and I've I've definitely brought these things up. But then like people say, uh, oh, okay, like if you're fighting on the match room, you know, Eddie likes to gas it up, man. Eddie's a Eddie will gas up and say, Yeah, man, you need a knockout, da da. da, da. And for me, like again, I, I I'm I'm not a pro boxer or whatever, but I just feel like there's some pressure to every single fight you gotta do this. Yeah, every single fight you've got to knock somebody out. Um yeah, so I, I don't know if you like kind of feel that type of pressure, or it's just it, it just is where it is, man. I'm just here to get the W.
3: Yeah, I don't feel no no kind of pressure, wherever whoever says what, um I'll go in there and do what I need to do. Like like I always say, I'll do what I need to do, I enjoy myself in there. And at the end of the day, I'm I'm taking the risk. These guys ain't taking a risk.
2: Facts. You know what I mean,
3: no, you no one's taking the risk with me. If I get tired in there, I can't quickly really just go, hey, Bridget, what? Oh, <laughs> you
0: know? no, no
3: not, I can't do that. I've got a yeah. fight in there, so no one is helping me. I can only help myself in there, so I yeah. don't care what anyone says, or I have to get the knockout, or this and that. You know, I just go in there and box,
2: yeah. But
4: no, no, anyway, no, off the,
2: that's good.
4: Off the back of your last performance, I don't see how that criticism can run. Right. You know what really irritated me that fight, yeah. The commentators were saying yeah. things like, um, "Oh yeah, he hasn't really been tested. He's got to run out in the sixth round." I'm like, "It's not his fault. He's getting people that. He's getting they, people
2: that.
4: <laughs> so he was supposed to do. was supposed to do that. Yeah. How are you criticising him off the back of winning and winning good? How does that make any sense?" But either way, then obviously the way that even the way they titled it was like, "Yeah, um, you answer the questions by being Clay in the fashion you did as well," which was really impressive because Clay had been active and he had come off the back of a couple of good wins as well. So mm-hmm. the way you went about your business there, I thought it kind of made people think, okay, well, they sports some respect on this guy's name.
3: <laughs> yeah, for real, 100%. Um, and uh, I-, I was ready for that fight, man. I, I was scared, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just for like I've boxing a long time. And this mm-hmm. guy's been active. I'm sure anyone will be thinking, um, thinking that, even when I was explaining it to some guys that I know that, that, that play football, even though it's not the same because you got 10 other people helping you. But I said to my footballers, all the, all of them, I said, imagine you don't play football for 11 months. Yeah, you might be training here and there. And they put you straight in the Champions League and you go and face there. You go and play against the top players there. You're not going to have your best performance. So even my last fight, that wasn't my best performance because I know what I can do. And the first thing my coach said to me is that you don't, there were so many things in there that you didn't do that we've been working on. And I was like, know, it's true, you know, because I remember every single part of that fight. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's all, all, all a learning experience for me. So now I'm way more comfortable to get in the ring. I'm very confident and I can't wait to get back in there. Just two weeks on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Good card as well. Very good card.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that card. And like I said earlier, like the, the British Worldweight scene is, is really exciting. So we have you and we have um guys like Josh Kelly. We Josh have, Kelly's um, on Saturday. Jimmy mm-hmm. and, yeah, Josh Kelly's on Saturday. So like if you beat if you beat um
3: Mick and when 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 I beat him, yeah, like that.
1: <laughs> like when you, that. When, you, when you beat him.
0: Are you targeting mm-hmm.
1: these guys, or are you like, are you looking at of like other people before you maybe see those guys, or what's going on? Are you planning like your your next few fights? Not
4: overlooking anyone, in it,
3: but yeah. Um, but I, I, like like I always say, at the moment, I'm not really overlooking anyone. I'm I'm not really caring about who acts next or whatever. I'm just caring about this one fight that I got my eye on. I'm, I'm just working on myself for this fight. And um, you're gonna see the best Chris Congo. So yes, uh, after that, that's when you can come back. We can come back like this, sit down, and have another conversation. <laughs> but for now, it's all about myself versus McKinson.
4: Yeah. Uh, just, like just touching that quickly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's right to bring it up. Your ABA fan with um Josh Kelly. So obviously that didn't go the way. Um, I'm guessing with the lights. So. We just want to know, down the line, is that something you'd yeah. want?
3: Say that again, sorry? So with
4: um, the ABA, about um, well, you had with Josh Kelly, who's fighting on Saturday, we'd just like yeah. to know. Yeah. Is that is, is that someone you see down the line, you'd want to see, to get that, that revenge on him?
3: Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm, I'm ready to get the revenge on him, no doubt. Um, I'm ready for that. Uh, I hope he wins on Saturday. Um, the fight with me and him was, was good anyway. It was a good experience. He was the favourite. He was in mm-hmm. his hometown. So my coach already said to me, if you lose one round, then you lose the whole fight because he's got his home crowd. He he, actually, he was basically like, like how can I explain it? Like the way you see Joshua filled out O2. Mm-hmm. That was basically Joshua filled out his arena. Yes. and I was coming and I only had like five, six supporters, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, had a, I had a few of my close friends now and and my corner, man, that's it. So yeah, I didn't have no support them times, you know, and, and it was hard for people to travel from Sunderland, from London to Sunderland and, Matt. you know, it, 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 it's, it's a journey, man, but yeah, it was a good experience, man, and i Definitely one million percent when they get that rematch back.
4: How do you, how do you see that going? Because obviously it's, it's, it, was, it was a while ago, so you both come on heaps and bounds. So mm-hmm. I think um, you know, it'd be fair to say, it won't go the same way. Um, it will be a, a different fight in itself.
3: Hundred uh, percent. They always say you're always you're only as good as your last fight. So if you look at my I'm last fight, <laughs> and you look at his last fight, then. You you see them, you know. <laughs> That's how I see the fight going. But let's see mm. when we both get through our opponents, and we we will look at their fights, and then we can talk about um, who's who's next in line. Who if, if we can face each other, then. But I'll be more than ready to. Mm.
4: Cool.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I would love to see that fight, I'll lo- I just want to I want them to to put your name in the mix because they keep talking about Ben and. And Kelly and I'm just like, listen, you're forgetting there's another guy like who's <laughs> coming, is right behind you, and and for me physically, like you're you're clear of them. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, like, um, so after, like I said, after that fight happens, now are you gonna like be putting pressure on Eddie to to make something happen? Hundred percent,
3: has gotta make something happen after that. You know, He can't you can't keep me away from these guys that. That he's signing, man. I'm onto all of them. All of them. I want all their heads. So yeah, let's 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 see how it goes. I want the big domestic fights. If I don't get a big domestic fight then we go elsewhere. I won't be waiting around for these guys. But just remember, there will always be a time they're gonna have to come and see me, regardless. Mm. They're gonna have to come and see me, and the tables can turn real quick within a fight. Hmm. All it takes is for me to go up there, one of them guys to take a loss. Oh, ah, now they won. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So okay. it's up to them. They can come and fight now or let's see when the tables do eventually turn, which they always do. Then we'll just have to wait and see and go from there.
2: I can see why Dylan white you still, you want the smoke. You want all the yeah. smoke. Bro. I want all the that's, smoke, that's, that's, I already said it. Yeah, you want all the That's smoke. what I'm saying. That's, That's
1: what I'm loving. Like, like um last week when we spoke to um Denzel, he's like, he wants all the smoke with all the all the middleweights. Today Chris Congo wants all the smoke. Like for me as a fighter, this stuff gases
4: us. That's what we want to hear.
1: That's what we want to hear. I hate all this this business side of boxing. Like I understand there's the business side of it, but too many fighters, mm-hmm. like they they are mad strategic, man. I just want guys that just you know what I mean, just want to fight everyone.
3: So yeah, I, I, I love hearing that, I'm man. On. Was that sorry? I said, of course. That's that's what I'm on, man. That's what I'm on. Any of the fights I'm taking. I was even ready just in case somebody pulls out this weekend. So, <laughs> I already. Oh I, yeah. <laughs> I okay. Already, I already <laughs> told that's that's why I'm not. That's why I'm not too far from my weight. You know, I'm not too far. Five. Six,
2: okay. Five,
3: six seven pounds i can lose that in a session quickly but really, really i like to take my time with it but if anything was to go down now if I'm i get a the phone now i'm there i'm on my i'm on read to the budget
2: <laughs> don't go anywhere and wait i'm too dead bro he's dead i'm on, <laughs> on no,
3: standby no worries i'm on standby so yeah they can always call me they know this eddie knows this as well that's sick
4: Hey, Eddie must be rattled. He's got a guy that's really going to take out his own world <laughs> Great. Let us
3: see how it goes, man.
1: Wait, he better start promoting then, innit not it? Yeah. just <laughs> better start doing his job. So none of that.
4: You know It's funny though. It's funny considering, yeah, that you've got Conor Brand um, calling that Josh Kelly, and you know they make a lot of noise for that domestically. But you're a lot more seasoned than Conor Brand.
3: Yeah, hundred um... percent. I don't, know. I don't know where they're getting this idea to put Conor Ben in front of me. But at the end of the day, he's been built up nice. He's fought the right fights. He's getting the right fights. They're, they're easing him nice into it, man. You know, with me, <laughs> they're giving me the hard fights. But I want all the hard fights anyway. Not, not to say I didn't want them. This McKinson guy, I called for him. He was cool and yeah. said, I'm the most avoided. I'm the most avoided. There's not one day my phone rang and said, oh, would you like to fight McKinsey? There was not one day. It was me. I had to make the call. I had to make the call and say, yeah, let's get it on now. Because I wanted this fight a long time ago. He was talking about he's number six in the WBO. He's going to fight Crawford, hopefully. I was like, okay, you go fight (laughs) Crawford. Let me know how I go. I didn't come back to you. But then obviously that didn't happen. Then then the lockdown came. And he was looking for fights. He said he couldn't get fights. But I couldn't get fights. I was on the bench for 16 months. He was fighting when I was in that team. And he said he's the most avoided. Okay, no problem. It's cool.
2: Since it's your division, um, I want to ask, are you a Crawford or Spence man? I know, obviously, the, these could be potential fights, so I know you don't want to really be, you know, be saying too much, but yeah, I mean, mm. if you had if you had to choose,
3: if I had to choose, I'll pick Chris Congo. But, <laughs> I knew <yeah>, <laughs> because yes, 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 you division, I respect it. it for real. To be the number one, yeah. um, Something about Spence that I love, man. It's just his will, the way mm. he breaks people down, the pressure, punch variety is is just wonderful. But Crawford. He can do it all as well, but can he take the power? Mm. I don't know.
4: We don't know. I, I, I just know I, you I, I
3: I did I have said Crawford in the past, but I've been watching a bit of Spence and I think Spence does it. Thank you.
4: Just know, just because of that comment, this has been an ongoing theme for the last, like, seven episodes, yeah? And yes. when, you, when you get to pay-per-view, you're guaranteed got at least one buy in me every single fight. Just for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed. <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's, it's,
1: um, unfortunately, unfortunately, Samson is a um, Spence guy. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, is all, Chris, that like, you think Spence will win. It's, it's unfortunate. It's sad. But,
4: just know, guaranteed for that answer... So
1: why? why At why, least why, one why, why do you think Crawford wins? I believe that it will, it can adapt to what Spence does. I haven't like I feel like he's more he's more of a an adapter on the fly than Spence. Mm. Spence it takes him a bit of time to to figure people out, and then and then it's like his plan A is so good, but when it's not as effective, it doesn't change. It doesn't do the subtleties as much. Like for example, when he fought Porter, we all know mm. what Porter's on. Like. And when they were fighting, it saw that his plan A wasn't as effective, but it wasn't. It didn't. It wasn't as easy for him to change up and and his like do what he needed to do to get make that win comfortable. It wasn't a comfortable win. It was a split decision. But someone like Crawford, I've seen Crawford in multiple fights when he's faced some form of adversity, either goes southpaw or he starts hooking more. He always goes southpaw. Yeah, yeah, because the switch here, but it's he's hooking more, he's throwing more jabs, he's doubling, he, do, he, he changes up, his, he does something and he gets the win, like he makes it comfortable at the end, he's a thinker so for me, when Crawford and Spence are fighting, Spence will bring that early pressure all that stuff that you guys are talking about he will bring it, but Crawford once he breaks him down, it's done It's the fight's a wrap, and that's what I think of it, so we'll, we'll,
2: we'll see if he we can we'll see if we can take the power um, and um, this is probably going to be my last question anyway, personally. But um, if you could fight any person right now, headline, yeah, you know I mean, 02, who would that who, who would that fight be? Or any fighter, UK, any US, fight, any UK, or, US, you know, or, split up, do UK and um, um, US, yeah, yeah, do all right, do UK and US, too. UK,
3: probably, um, Amir Khan. Uh, I would love that. Um, US probably Floyd, isn't it? Floyd's got a, you know, <laughs> I got a test. Love no, my boy, man.
2: I got a test.
3: Myself,
2: great I So think. this, this no, I uh, it. my man's from the ends. He wants to get a quick hundred million. <laughs> 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 Not quick, even, quick.
3: You know, it is. People think about that hundred mil. Yeah. So what yeah. happens if I go there and I knock Floyd out, and you man? win? What's the cost gonna be like after? Yeah, Billy, gone. Bro. yeah You're it's gonna gone. be you know, bad still. I'm thinking about the long term like, <laughs> Long term access in that fight.
2: That's a fact still. That's you know hard. I,
1: mean. so I respect I
4: mean. it
2: still.
1: Mm. No, but that can fight, yeah. That would be so listen, that chin. you probably knock him out. And uh, mm-hmm. we can't
2: even mention no, that. Remember, remember he, like that. Remember, he, he, he liked it. he liked one of our tweets when we was talking about Carl chin, <laughs> and he liked he liked the tweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, li- <laughs> he, li- he liked it. He liked it because random with the fender was saying he beats Brook in it. Yeah, impossible. So, yeah, yeah. so, so he liked it. For me personally, I, I think Brook beats him. I think Brook knocks him out. But that's so it. he
4: liked it because I said he beats uh, Brook. I still think he beats Brook. I think Brook's too damaged to it at this point to win.
2: Yeah, Brooks damage now, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 know, Chris, I, I know Chris might be looking at that, bro. you looking at that. like,
1: bro, if you give me a young bro, Kel Brook, you know, on my bro, CV. Listen, Kel, <laughs> bro, Kel <laughs> bro, if, if Chris goes out there and beats one of them, man, yeah, that propels his name. Yeah, me.
2: elevates him massively. Yeah, For sure. Oh, we, need, we need Eddie to invest, man.
1: That's Eddie, it,
2: we we invest, need, We need to
1: start pressuring Eddie. Start pulling out. Yo, Big Ed, what's going on? What's going on? With you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, nah, but, yeah, but yeah. Um, any more questions? Do you guys have any more questions for Chris? No, nah, man. I just Chris all just the best, to... man. I know you're yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. camp.
2: All the best. You know, take yeah, too dude, much man. time. You got to rest and
4: stuff. Everyone uh, 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 wishing,
2: wishing you the best. And just before we um, leave again, just just uh want to say obviously, uh what date you're what what date are you fighting on? Uh,
3: six March. sixth of March. Fox pay-per-view. Sixth of March. Forks pay per view. White versus Pavlikin two. Under cars definitely gonna be a revenge, and definitely, and still from Chris Congo for sure. Move, Come on, man, we move hard. Appreciate so everyone,
1: it, everyone who listens to ringside. Buy that pay per view, support UK talent, support the domestic talent because this is how we keep UK boxing going. So, yeah, everyone just tune in. Trust me, Chris Congo is a proper fighter, a big welterweight, got the skills. Six foot as well at welterweight, which doesn't make sense to certain <laughs> men over here, but <laughs> man, in big, big trouble, bro. Man, they were in big, big trouble. Reminds me of that. Um, I forgot the guy's name is Junior Middleweight and he's six five, but that's a lot of work. That that's a, that's, a, that's
3: a, yeah, that's that's a madness. That's a madness. <laughs> that, I heard arms are like a man's finger, bro.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, wow. what are you talking about? Are you talking about the, the uh, Asian guy, or the Asian talking... guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about yeah. man. Yeah, he, he chairs up in Essex. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about still.
3: Oh, there, there's that guy. Um... Oh. Hamza Shiraz, I've done some work with him still. Okay, yeah, tall, he's some, yeah. He's tall, bro. My tall brother got some good rounds and still. Yeah, he's <laughs> tall for the way. I, I was sick. like, Rah, everyone I spotted. I'm always taller than him. I was yeah. guy taller than him, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was weird, yeah, that... but it was a good experience, man. And we're That's... due to get some more working for sure. Sick. Nice. Sick, sick. sick. Cool,
2: man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it, man. And yeah, man, that's 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 us.
4: Like you said, we'll get you back on, innit? Once you once you get your victory, once, once, once you get that here, sit
3: down, uh, just give me a call. I'm here. Appreciate that. Knock him Love out. That. I want
1: to hear you call them man out. Come on the phone. Like, I want to hear
3: that. I ain't gonna lie. You'll hear that, man, for yeah, sure. No. <laughs> Say no more, man.
1: But once again, thanks a lot, Chris. Thanks a lot to the, to the rest of the cast, and that is it. We are
0: out. Yeah. Yeah. Coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I, seven, I didn't eight seconds? But this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend, and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip it hard out, I'm the best ever, I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been, there's no one can stop me, Lynch is a conqueror, no, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander, I'm the best ever, there's never been anybody's ruthless, I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Zimsy, there's no one like me, I'm from there there's no one that can match me, my style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children, praise be to Allah. Saying now Mike the bank.